0: Alright, so this is the first episode of 15 Minutes with Star-Lord where we're doing it live. Right? I'm not sure if I'm going to keep doing them live, but I wanted to uh, kind of just test out this multi-stream option that I have going on. Um, just for some of the other streaming things that we're doing. we got a lot of uh, events coming up that we're going to be streaming. And uh, not just Sapateros, but we're also offering the ability to stream other people's events on uh, our platform with multiple camera angles, commentary setup, and all that good stuff. So this is just kind of a test for the actual um, multi-streaming purposes and tools and stuff like that. So I figured I'd do a podcast live and give it a test. But uh, today I kind of want to talk about Substars coming up. Um, I'm doing – well, me and uh, my guys with Submission Hub TV are going to be doing the live stream and pay-per-view for Substars. And they got probably the most stacked card in all of Jiu-Jitsu. So, uh, I mean, I just wanted to kind of sit down and look at it, talk about some of the matches coming up, and some of the stories that are coming in with them as well, too. So, uh, I mean, obviously, the main event, you have Cyborg versus Lovato, and that's a rematch from uh, Fight to Win. And Lovato actually won that last time. So that's going to be a cool rematch to see. I don't know who I'm going to take because Substars is a points rule set. But if there is a tie, they go into unlimited sudden death golden score overtimes. So I would predict there's going to be a lot of wrestling. I mean, Cyborg looked pretty good in the Kasai Grand Prix coming up. Um, Nikki got the better of him for sure. But then he went in and ragdolled Hulk. And that's fairly impressive. I mean, Lovato is one of the American Jiu-Jitsu legends, you know, so he's been around for a long time. It's going to be interesting to watch that rematch. Honestly, if I was going to pick, man, it's it's hard to pick against Cyborg in Miami. This uh, event's going to be February 21st at the Fillmore in downtown Miami Beach. So, it's going to be a lot of uh, fight sports support, and I think that's going to kind of give Cyborg the momentum edge and push him over. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Cyborg in that match. And then we have Gordon Ryan versus Tex Johnson. Um, that one's kind of interesting because it's a little bit of a grudge match because Tex was talking some shit after, man, I'm trying to remember. I think it was uh, after after the BJJ Fanatics tournament that he did because Gordon gave him some shit for the punch on Tackett. So Tex fired back and then Gordon was like calling him a drunk and all this shit. So a little bit of bad blood going into this match. And I mean, obviously Gordon Ryan is like the best noogie grappler in the world, but if Tex gets your foot, like you, nobody wants that. Literally nobody wants that because he will break it in half. Um, So, I mean, definitely favorite here is Gordon because we saw Tackett pass Texas guard very easily. Um, Gordon's passing is light years better than than Texas, so or than uh, Tackett's. So I mean, I, I definitely see Gordon passing his guard, taking his back, and getting a choke. But I wouldn't be surprised if Tex shocks the world and grabs a foot and snaps that thing. Um, I don't think Gordon would necessarily tap to that because we saw from that armbar Craig put him in. Gordon does not tap very easily. So yeah, my pick is Gordon in that one, and then you also have. Dustin Poirier versus Gary and That's going to be a fun match because, I mean, people people sleep on Dustin Poirier's grappling because they think of him more of like a, a striker. But he's uh, he almost caught Khabib in the guillotine, you know? And not that Khabib is like the best in the world at grappling. He's a phenomenal wrestler. But uh, at least submission grappling, he's not top tier. I mean, obviously... Gary's most likely going to win this match. I don't remember the last time I saw Gary got submitted. And I don't think Dustin is going to win a points battle against Gary either. So uh, I'm going to go Gary inside the look. And, it, man, just those matches there are, like, some of the best matches I've seen. Also on the card, you're going to have Keenan Cornelius. He's going to be taking on, I believe it's Patrick Gaudio. I'm not sure if that's in the gi or not, but he's mm-hmm. on the card you got, who else is on, Wagner's on the card, Enrico Coco's on the card, Ethan Krellinson's on the card. I think I saw Oliver Taza was on the card as well. Um, Nikki Rod's back on the card. Maggie Rinaldi's back on the card. And then that real kind of cool attraction they're going to be doing is they're doing like a celebrity sumo match. They're going to have Anthony Rumble Johnson, Curtis Blades, um, a 205-pound sumo guy from Japan, and then 600 pound Yama. Yama is the biggest sumo wrestler ever. And or I'm not sure ever, but he's the biggest sumo wrestler competing now. He's literally 600 pounds. And uh, they're bringing him over from Japan and they're doing a celebrity sumo match. It's going to be four man division. It's going to be round robin. So Curtis Blaze is in there. Anthony Rumble Johnson's in there. Yama's in there. And then this 205 pound Japanese sumo guy. I forget his name. But uh, he's actually got a win over Yama, and he's going to be in this event as well. And they're just all going to grapple. <laughs> and I guess they're uh, actually partnered up with USA Sumo. So they're going to have like a real Japanese sumo referee. They're going to have a real sumo ring that they're going to put on the stage. And uh, I mean, I don't know all the uh, inner workings of how they're going to move the mats and stuff like that, or if it's just going to be in a separate area. But all I know is four big-ass dudes in Rumble. I mean, dude Rumble fought for the title at 205, but he's walking around like 235, 240 now, which is not small, but that's literally half – I mean, less than half – or more than half the size of uh, Yama. Yama's got probably 400 pounds on him, you know, 350, 400 pounds. And it's going to be really interesting. Um, We went to Miami last Friday – And film some promos for Substars because they were interviewing both, uh, what's his name, Anthony Rumble Johnson and Curtis Blades about what they think they're gonna be able to do to Yama. And I guess the rules are in sumo if anything besides your feet touch the mat or the ground, then it's a loss. So, I mean they're thinking maybe some movement, some head snaps and stuff like that. But I mean, dude, Yama's like, I think he's six six, six hundred pounds. So it's gonna be really hard to snap that guy down. Uh honestly, you're gonna to have to use movement and like whatever you can, maybe get off to the side and pick up a single or something like that. But man, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And they're they're both down for the challenge. Um, it's gonna be kind of cool to see Rumble and Curtis Blades have a sumo match with each other and then the two Oh five or two, cause it'll kind of, I mean, obviously he's one of the best in the world in sumo, but then you kind of get to see what happens when uh, another high level athlete comes in and tries their rule set against one of the best in the world in that rule set. So that's going to be interesting. Um, Substance has done some cool shit. They've had a couple of events and some tag team events. Uh, they had the Nikki rod challenge where they had, a. Uh, four guys come in and they did it on a, a contest to see who would get the chance to grapple Nikki rod. And you had to beat him all. uh, He had to do all four, all three matches in one night. And he had some tough guys in there, a couple of round belts and Quentin Rosen. Sweet. He's a black belt. He was in there and man, it it was really interesting. So, I mean, this is a big step up for, for sub stars. And, As someone who does a lot of events and stuff like that, I can only imagine the amount of stress they're under right now because, I mean, these guys are not cheap to get, you know, like Wagner, Gary, Gordon, Tex, Nicky Rod, um, Keenan, Lovato. I I know what these guys make, and yeah, it's not UFC money. But, I mean, it's, like, definitely entry-level UFC money. And, I mean, Cyborg, too. Like, it's it's insane. This is definitely one of the most stacked cards in uh, jiu-jitsu history. I mean, I think outside of ADCC, this is, on a professional level, I, I can't think of another professional grappling event that has had this many killers on it since metamorphs you know? And we all know what happened with metamorphs but... Uh, yeah, I know the guys at substar seem like good dudes. I'm coming in doing the pay-per-view for them. So I'm actually really excited about this because, I mean, I've been saying it for years. I think jujitsu needs more freak shows. And if you go back to Pride and when Pride was at the top of its game, you pretty much just had a bunch of Japanese dudes taking on fucking giants from Russia and, like, sumo guys. I mean, I remember Fedor had a match with uh, – Hoi Chi Minh or Hongman Choi. That's who it was. Hongman Choi. And that guy was like 7'2". Bob Sapp was in there fucking spiking uh, Noguera on his head. Fucking Bob Sapp had a, a fucking match with Crow Cop. And Crow Cop was like 220. So, I mean, I think if you really want to get some casual practitioners that aren't jiu-jitsu fans in there, you have to make the freak shows, you know? And um, – I'm just glad to see somebody doing it, you know. Honestly, I actually talked to Craig about this. I was thinking about doing Bob Sapp versus Craig Jones just because, like, I mean, we all know Craig Jones is going to heel hook Bob Sapp. But just for the wow factor, of, oh, what if the, what if Bob Sapp picks him up and spikes fucking Craig on his head and fucking kills him, you know. And that kind of thing, it, it's not always about – nobody really wants to see it well well-matched even matchup you know they want to see either a blowout or a oh man there's a fucking chance and it's pretty much the whole reason people watched fucking mike tyson fight you know like yeah it was an execution but there was also that what if you know and like when holly Holm took on ronda rousey everybody thought ronda was going to destroy her but it's that what if what if holly lands that kick and knocks her out you know So these freak show matches always tend to bring out the excitement in people because you never know what's going to happen, especially when you get guys that like – I mean, Poirier and Tonin, that's a perfect example. Poirier has no business being on the mat with Gary Tonin. But there's the, oh, man, what if Gary shoots in and Dustin gets his neck? and puts him in a tight guillotine like he did to Khabib without the MMA gloves, could he finish it? I mean, there's always a puncher's chance. Same thing with Tex versus Gordon. What's going to happen? Oh, shit. You know, Gordon's Gordon's probably going to win, but what if Tex gets his foot? Like, we saw what he did to Felipe Peña. Felipe beat Gordon, you know? So, I mean, everybody has, and it's not a puncher's chance because it's grappling, but everybody has a chance to take something and snap it. And, uh, that, that's the exciting thing when it comes to these events. So yeah, make sure you guys get down there. If you're local to Florida, come, su- come support some other, uh, jujitsu events. It's going to be February 21st in, uh, Fillmore, the Fillmore center down on Miami beach. I'm going to be out there. There's a ton of high, high level competitors out there. And I mean, it's going to be a great event. So make sure you guys go out support your professional jujitsu events And remember, suck 1% less every day. Be a little bit less of a piece of shit than you were yesterday. All right, see you.